So today, I am not with Travis. I am just by myself. And I'm going to be casting and talking about something that I've been wanting to come to the big screen or small screen TV show. That's fine. Um, for a long time. For a very long time. Uh, Moon Knight. Moon Knight is literally one of my favorite characters ever. Combo characters. Uh, top three. I've already you've already seen the video. He's in my top three uh characters of all comic characters. And yeah. So we're gonna be talking about his rogues gallery. And this was kind of hard to do, I feel like, because his his villains are strange. And it was hard to find villains that are legitimately the screen worthy, if you know what I mean. Like that I believe would be able to be done justice on screen. But I hope the the Moon Knight show in general is done justice on screen. So, uh, that's another story for another time, though. So, um, yeah, let's get into this for the first villain. So, first villain we're going to be discussing today is Raul Bushman, and the actor I chose for this was Adewale Akinwe Abahaye. I'm sorry, I can't, I cannot pronounce names. In general, yet alone names that aren't like John Smith or something. So, yeah. But, yeah, you know this actor. Oh, what's up, Tal? Welcome to the stream. Uh, But, yeah, you know this actor. Or if you don't know this actor, I mean. uh, He played Killer Croc in Suicide Squad. And he was in this movie called Pompeii, I remember. Um, He, where he, I, he did fight a lot and, and used a sword and... A lot of melee type fight, and I think it's even using guns and, and things like that, obviously too. But it was really his like melee ability in that. I liked how he fought in that, and I think that was kind of one of the things that like got me into seeing him as Rob Bushman because obviously you see in the comic card display like he uses a lot. He uses a hunter's knife like a lot, and I could definitely see him doing that. And Rob Bushman's an African mercenary himself, and uh, I could like for sure see this actor in that kind of role being very kind of a savage mercenary character but also having some depth in him but uh that's not very necessary with Rob Bushman because Rob Bushman's really just he's just evil evil he's not like like a like a necessary evil or good evil he's just really just a piece of shit he just kills for money um that's it and he wants to get revenge on Moon Knight for um yeah, essentially screwing him over because actually Raul Bushman was the one to make Moon Knight become Moon Knight in a way because he so Moon Knight wanted to stop Raul Bushman from uh killing innocent people because Moon Knight was a mercenary working with Raul Bushman but then Raul Bushman started to shoot at just like innocent civilians in Egypt and Moon Knight's like stop and then Raul Bushman killed the um the archaeologist that they were they were with, who happened to be the father of Moon Knight's love interest, um, that no, it's that's not why. So like, it's because of Je- he'd be okay. Never mind. Anyways, yes, uh, Raul Bushman, perfect is is that because, um, so he try so he's I I lost my train of thought. Fuck me. So yeah, he so Moon Knight decides to stop Rob Bushman from like being a piece of shit essentially 
And then, yeah, right. And Raul Bushman kills. He kills Mark Spector, who is who becomes Moon Knight. He kills him. So he kills Mark. Mark um, is crawling his way to this period. You know this this place where the uh, the Moon God statue Kanchu is there, and Kanchu resurrects him as his avatar, the Moon Knight. So then Moon Knight is basically just out for Bushman and Bushman's out for him because they got a lot of history. So, yeah. And I think uh, this actor is great because he can play very physically and he has the size. He has the, I think he has the acting ability. I could definitely see him being very ruthless sounding and physically ruthless. And yeah, I just think he's great. Uh, Servers are the adjustment. Okay, well... Uh, I took a history class to literally about that towel, so yeah. <laughs> All right, next one. Another weird. Well, this isn't uh, Bushman's more of a mainstream. Was main, more of a mainstream guy for Moon Knight. Um, this guy, uh, Morpheus. This character, Morpheus. A little less do- uh, done, but he was kind of one of. I thought he was one of Moon Knight's best villains, but uh, Jack Earl Haley. If you don't know who this actor is. He's played Rorschach in Watchmen, and he's played Freddy Krueger in the Friday the 13th remake, and a bunch of other roles. And, you know, Bad News Bears, too, but that's not exactly why I chose him for this. Uh, but yeah, Jack Earl Haley is Morpheus. Morpheus is kind of a vampire-looking, mutated guy. And if I were to compare him to many kind of other comic book characters, I guess I'd compare him to, like, a man-bat type of thing. Where he got this, some accident type thing happened to him where, you know, obviously he's mutated and now he has these like psionic powers where it's kind of like that of like, I don't know how to explain the psionic powers, but he's more, he, he's not really, he obviously uses his physical attributes because he has advanced strength and things now because he's like more like a goblin type creature and but he uses my like psychological type abilities as well. I'm not sure exactly how they are, but he's he's a very physical character that's also gets in your head with his advanced intelligence as well as his advanced physical strength. So it's um definitely a, a character that I feel like would be really cool to see on screen. Um I don't think he'd be a main I don't I, I don't see him being as a main villain. For a Moon Knight uh, movie or show, maybe maybe a season of a show, but uh, I, I think he'd be a great side character in something. Uh, but yeah, I, I think he 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 would definitely be interesting to see on screen, and I think Jack Hay he really does good in those very out there roles. So this one's definitely out there. I, I would say, um, yeah, and he's just scary as hell, and I think he'd be really good for the next phase. As well, uh, for Marvel, I, I think Marvel really should get into the supernatural side of of things, and it seems like they are with Moon Knight and uh, Blade coming up. So, yeah, I'd love to see Morpheus take on Moon Knight, and maybe Blade would get in there as well. It'd be really interesting to see. So next, this one's actually like Bushman, a very essential villain to Moon Knight's story, um, or to to that develops him a lot, uh. Michael C. Hall is the one I'm going to be casting as Black Spectre. Black Spectre, or first I'm going to Michael C. Hall. Michael C. Hall, if you don't know who he is, 
His most known role was Dexter, and that's what made me cast him as Black Spectre. Um, Michael C. Hall, in that role of Dexter, he's playing a serial killer who is actually a blood spot uh, analyst. Or a, yeah, and um, in a, you know, cop, as like with the cops, works the cops, and he works at an agency. And so it's very ironic, and he plays this thing where he's putting on this face in in normal life where he's acting like this really normal guy and very good with people, but outside of it, he's a serial killer. But he still has a code. But I think that's so good for... I just thought the comparison was really good for Black Spectre because Black Spectre um, is a mayor, a guy who's running for mayor. And he wants to be the mayor and he wants to be loved by people, the people of the city. He wants to be loved by the people of New York. And there's a comic animal. I remember where he's looking at, uh, some of the Avengers talking to the people of New York and they're like, we love you. We love you. And he's like, he's like, they used to love me. He's like, they should love me or whatever. And he didn't, they guess they didn't, it didn't work as his, is his, uh, self that he was portraying himself to be when he was running for mayor when it didn't work out. So he thought maybe it'd work out as his real self, the Black Spectre. And then Black Spectre and Moon Knight get into it. And it's very good fights. Actually, really, really good fights in the comics. And um, it's just, it really changes. I think it really changes how Moon Knight kind of acts towards uh, other villains. Where Moon Knight was very, I thought Moon Knight was very aggressive. Like Moon, Moon Knight was very always aggressive, starting off against his villains. I mean, he ripped Raul Bushman's face off. He literally ripped his face off. But then when it came to Black Spectre, I think he started to gain some sympathy for some characters because he saw there was something there's something wrong with Black Spectre, obviously. But he didn't. It's not. It's like he wanted. Didn't necessarily want to kill him though. But. There, because there was another panel I remember where he was talking about. Um, he was talking about Black Spectre because there was a Black Spectre actually impersonator after Black Spectre died in the comics. Someone was like trying to be the new Black Spectre, and Moon Knight. This was when he was Mister Knight. He's like blue, and he was telling the the guy who was Black Spectre now, because the the one that was trying to copy the original was just like trying to be ruthless as hell. He killed his wife. He killed other people he was like this crooked cop and he's like, i'm gonna be the new black spider i'm gonna take moon knight down but moon knight beat him in like two seconds up as opposed to the original black specter who i'm casting michael c hall as uh who their fights were really good i i know i make a lot of batman comparisons but uh moon knight is nothing like i'm just saying he's he's nothing like batman i mean a lot of there is some comparisons obviously but in reality he's not really like batman i'm just making a comparison because Fighting wise, I, I kind of like it. It kind of reminds me of uh, Batman versus Deathstroke in a way because their fights are just so good and they're very, they get very personal. And Black and Black Spectre is a lot more powerful, I feel, actually, than Moon Knight in a lot of ways. So it's really interesting that Moon Knight beats him because he really beats him because of his ego because he just wants to be liked by the people. And he says, they'll like me, they'll, they'll love me, and they'll get, and they'll praise me. But then that's kind of what gets his downfall because he's very distracted by it. But if he was very focused on his mission and wasn't so about himself the whole time, he would probably beat Moon Knight because he's actually really powerful and very strong and mentally strong in some ways. But that's what takes him down at the end. But 
like I was saying before, when Moon Knight was talking to the um, like the copycat Black Spectre, he's like, Black Spectre wasn't doing this to be a piece of shit. Sure, he had ego, but he wasn't doing this to kill innocents. He wasn't doing this to, uh, t- you know, just take me down. He was doing this to. He essentially did want to help the city, but his admiration for himself got in the way. He wasn't doing this to be an asshole. And that's what he was telling the copycat. And then the copycat got himself killed because he's an idiot. And yeah. So this is Michael C. Hall's Black Spectre. And I, I'd very I think this would be great as well, Moon Knight's getting a show. So okay, so, and a couple of these are based on the fact that Oscar Isaac is Moon Knight. So yeah. Um Except this one's not. This one I always had casted, no matter who was going to be casted as Moon Knight. But yeah, um, I think Black Spectre would be perfect, obviously, for a whole movie or or season, or maybe even a couple seasons, because he's that good of a villain and he's that serious of a threat level to Moon Knight. So yeah, Michael C. Hall's Black Spectre. That's one I would very much like. Next one. Literally, as soon as I read this comment, this is a very new character. Imagine Moon Knight saying, they fly now. That'd be interesting. Uh, that would be interesting. Uh, anyways, uh, Lance Riddick as Hunter's Moon. It is literally fucking perfect. That's what I'm saying. It as soon as I read this comic, dude. It, this 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 character literally appeared maybe a few months ago, a couple months ago, not even Hunter's Moon. He is essentially. I've seen articles say this too, but um. He's Moon Knight's reverse Flash. He's the he has the same kind of he has the same abilities, the same mo and all that. Well, you know, we know what I mean. Uh, but they do different things, and they they're they're going for different motivation. But um, it was very interesting because, um, from what we knew, Moon Knight was the only Avatar that Khonshu was like. It was like inhibiting only body he was inhibiting or like enacting his will through and moon knight that's all he knew that he's like okay i'm the con i'm the avatar of conchu and i enact his will his will of vengeance and all of a sudden there's this new player that comes into town hunter's moon aka well this aka's alternate persona dr badir um but he comes in. This other guy comes into play, Hunter's Moon, and he's there to. He fights Moon Knight, and he's beating the hell out of him. And then they're in a really good, they're really intense competitive fight. And Moon Knight's like, "Why are you trying to kill me?" And he's kind of not like surprised someone's trying to kill him, but he wants to know at least. And Lance Riddick says, or <laughs> Lance Riddick says, Hunter's Moon says, "I don't want to kill you." He's like, "I'm trying to help you," because you're not doing Conchu's will and Moon Knight is kind of just like just basically saying okay dude fuck off I'm not I'm gonna be my own I'm gonna do my own thing I don't have to do everything Conchu says and Hunter's Moon essentially is saying is kind of like goody two shoes with in terms of enacting Conchu's will he'll do anything Conchu tells them to do no matter what it is Moon Knight is in the same way because he has he grows more of a conscience, but Hunter's Moon is essentially a Moon Knight that does everything Conchu says, which is extremely dangerous and scary. And it's so interesting to see because there's so many things that actually happen in the comics, like that Conchu wanted Moon Knight to do but didn't happen. 
and it actually led to a really big storyline where um Khonshu takes full control of Moon Knight and when Khonshu takes full control of Moon Knight he essentially he becomes the most powerful character in Marvel he could lift Thor's hammer he can he he becomes the phoenix he takes the power of the iron fist um oh the oh yeah tell the, the new emotes are only on PC and laptop I think which is weird but yeah um he becomes he becomes the phoenix yeah Moon Knight becomes the phoenix and th- and shit and yeah, it, it's it's crazy when Kanchu takes full control. So this guy is doing everything Kanchu tells him, and Moon Knight, when he be, finds out there's another guy, another guy that, or another person that's controlled by Kanchu. It it's it's like or not controlled by, but is Kanchu telling like in his head, in his brain, in his mind? Then. Uh, do you have a copy of that comic despair? I have three copies of first appearance of uh, Hunter's Moon plus the Walmart variant. Actually, two Walmart variants, but whatever. Anyways, uh, yeah, and he he feels betrayed by Kanchu, Mark, Mark Spector, Moon Knight. So it it's so it's such an interesting thing because oh, I, I would just love to see that, and I think Lance Reddick is very would be really cool as Hunter's Moon because I loved him in John Wick. I remember literally seeing seeing this comic panel and like seeing how Hunter's Moon looked like without the suit and the mask and shit. I was like, "Holy shit, is that Lance Riddick?" And I remember John Wick; he's being a badass in that with the guns, and he was like the hotel lobby guy, and it's just so cool. And I, I always loved, I always liked his character, and that he's one of my favorite characters. Um, and I was like, "Dude, Hunter's Moon." I know he's older; I think he's like fifty-eight, but. Dude can move for 58 and looks young as hell, so... Hey. You know, why not? Yeah, the DI from the desk, exactly, in John Wick. Perfect as Hunter's Moon. Um, You know, they could definitely... You know, it's, they put definitely use stunt guys for, um, for you know, his his um fighting ability and things. He doesn't have to do every fighting technique. But, you know, he just like the close-up shots, kind of like Palpatine or Revenge of the Sith, right? But not as bad, because sometimes it looks a little weird, but... Yeah, but no, even though Revenge is still my favorite Star Wars, but yeah, uh, Lance Riddick is Hunter's Moon. It's really just perfect because I don't. Yeah, he just I could definitely see him doing the acting. Very intelligent character, very agile character. Lance Riddick just has that. He just has that. You know what I mean? You know when an actor just has it. Yeah, it's just it's great. Your favorite John Wick character is the Pitbull. Hey, I, I'd cast that Pitbull as Bitewing, but he doesn't have three legs, though. If it, I need a Pitbull as three legs for Bitewing in, night, in the Nightwing movie. So this next one, Pedro Pascal as Shadow Knight, or Randall Spector, Moon Knight's brother. So this one is very based, obviously, on Oscar Isaac, but I actually, to be honest, I'm not really sure who I'd cast if Oscar Isaac wasn't cast as Moon Knight, because Moon Knight, yeah, it was kind of a hard one to cast for me in general, because Moon Knight's my favorite character, and I, I don't really know who... I don't know who could pull off that ability. I was originally going to cast Jake Gyllenhaal, but he was already Mysterio. Um, but uh, yeah, Pedro Pascal is Shadow Knight. Um, this would work so well because Oscar Isaac and Pedro Pascal already are like fucking brothers in real life. They act like they're like best friends and they have such a good chemistry. And there's a lot, there's a couple roles where I've seen Pedro Pascal where I kind of thought, he can. I could see him acting like a. I don't know why, but I could see him acting like a crazed serial killer, and that's what Shadow Knight is. I could see him going from a 
kind of uh, sensical evil character to a just insane psychopath. Because that's how Shadow Knight progresses. Randall Specter in in the comics for Moon Knight. Uh, he starts off. I remember. So they were. I do. I think they were in the military together when they were soldiers. Uh, Mark Specter, Randall Specter, or either. Yeah, no, they were in the CIA together. Moon Knight was in every agency possible before he was mercenary, and then Moon Knight. He was military CIA, or he was a boxer military CIA. Um, mercenary, then Moon Knight. A lot of things were going on before he became Moon Knight. Yeah. It's, okay. <laughs> yes, that voice cracked terribly, but... Okay, yeah. Pedro Pascal, Shadow Knight. I just see the chemistry. Uh, and when they were in the CIA together, um, Randall Specter and Mark Specter, they were, you know, or the CIA, they were working together, they were good, they're brothers, but, you know, they're not greatest in a relationship, but they worked together. And... There was a time where Randall's Mark Spector's like love of his life at the time before Marlene, uh, who's, you know, I, I that, that can be another podcast casting like his, uh, you know, his essentially his, you know, his side characters and all that, his, his, his allies. Um, yeah, he, so Moon Knight had another, he had a girlfriend before Marlene who was like, he thought was like kind of like, it was very, you know, he loved. And, um, Rand, she found out apparently something i think she found out they were in the cia or she found out something about them being in the cia something very that she should didn't need that she shouldn't have known and randall specter killed her because she knew found something she shouldn't have known and moon knight found out about it and moon knight threw a grenade at or mark specter moon knight he threw a grenade at randall and this is before he became moon knight he threw a grenade at randall to kill him so, Randall, later on, essentially gets resurrected as this anti-kind of... I guess you could say he's kind of like a reverse Flash from Moon Knight, too, but more fucking insane, and if, that, if that's somehow a thing. But he somehow gets out of it, or, like, survives, or some... It's either survives or resurrect, gets resurrected or something. It's like this fucking just... Me, like even more amplified insanity than how he already was as before he became Shadow Knight, um, and he becomes this like reverse of Moon Knight. It's essentially this um evil, you know, evil mirror to Moon Knight. Where you know when you look in the mirror, you see your evil self. That's what it is. It's a Moon Knight. If he was complete, it's Mark. If he lost his mind completely, Mark has lost his mind. A lot, but if this is him, if he's lost his mind completely, that's what Randall is. He does carry a lot of Mark's traits, but this is if he had no control and no moral compass whatsoever. And he becomes this, he becomes a serial killer, Randall Spector. He, he, he's this guy, he becomes, I, it's, I, I'm not sure if it's, um, canon that he, um, was the axe like murderer i don't remember what his name was it was like hatchet man yeah there's a character called hatchet man and he was posing as randall specter apparently but i don't remember if it actually was randall specter or not but um robin williams say he looks like robin williams i guess uh yeah maybe uh but yeah it's hatchet man and he's like and hatchet man was gonna kill uh, mark's new girlfriend marlene but he didn't because Mark stopped him. And then 
he becomes fully the Shadow Knight, and he tries to kill Marlene again, and it doesn't work again. But yeah, he, he's he's going around just killing innocents, just trying to get uh, Mark's attention, and they get into a long spree of fights, and it's it's fucking. He is one of the creepiest character designs, I have to say, and I I just love it. And he just looks like a zombie. He literally looks like a zombie Moon Knight. And it's just, or like a, a fucking fever dream version of Moon Knight. So it's just such a good design. I'd love it so much. And I think Pedro Pascal would be really cool to play the character because I remember, I hate, I, okay, I really don't like Wonder Woman 89, but the way he acts in that, I, I don't know what it is. There's those little spurs where he's like, you know, his pupils are huge and he's getting a little crazy. And, you know, there's moments and other things I've seen him in where he's insane and also just his voice in um Mandalorian too. Like on the you know, it's like very Clint Eastwood, like raspy. I, I could see him doing like some fucking cool ass sounding creepy, you know, fucking voice as Shadow Knight and it'd be it'd be awesome. And you know, the chemistry with uh, with uh that he already has with um the chemistry that he already has with uh Oscar Isaac, it, it would just be great. I could definitely see him as brothers and brothers that hate each other and this would be an awesome rivalry and i think it'd be one of the more the most personal like rivalries in uh marvel and it'd be i'd I'd really that's really what i want to see yeah it does get me hard i agree uh but uh yeah it'd be awesome man i i think this would be great i i I, it's something i didn't really think of till the other day pedro pascal because i i i never thought to really look based on oscar isaac as well but it's it's really good idea, and I think he'd be Pedro Pascal's Shadow Knight would be just amazing. So next, uh, here's a female female casting. Uh, Jessica Chastain is Glassstain Scarlet. This is the same type of tone as Pedro Pascal. Uh, so this is um she's worked with Oscar Isaac. They already have the chemistry, and I think that it would work really well on screen, like it already did before. Um. So, Glastain Scarlet is was a former nun turned vigilante. I, I think that's literally the exact words on, like, if you search the character. I think that's, like, the exact words of how they describe, the, the, describe her. But I kind of see her as, like, a more insane kind of Catwoman um, role. Where she's not really... She's, like, a villain, but not... Uh, you know, she, she isn't... She's a vigilante, so it's not really villain-esque but she has some skeletons in her closet uh her whole life she was kind of uh just abused and treated it's in the comics she's just it's very it's really just men that treat her like shit it seemed like like every new every man man in her life just kind of like fucked her over that's what it seemed like and if i remember it was her dad that abused her as a kid or something and then her dad on accident died on accident so you you get what happened there probably, and then she got a husband who also treated her like shit, and he accidentally died, quote unquote. So and then but then she and this is when and she became a nun before I believe before, or and then after she became a nun, but she stops being a nun and becomes a vigilante because these you know these sins that she has, right? Uh, it kind of gets to her, and she's she sees that she's not she doesn't think she's a good enough person to be in like that situation, so. She becomes this kind of hero in a way and just takes down these criminals and 
befriends Moon Knight, and uh, she doesn't have any sort of abilities. Uh, it's kind of like, I mean, Moon Knight has abilities, but she doesn't really have any sort of abilities. She's just a vigilante, and she can fight, and she's trained, and, she, and she's very good in combat. And she, um, him or Moon Knight have this very good um, mental bond, I'd say. Very good psychological bond. And it's weird because she doesn't have any psychological like or mental like of kind of powers or abilities, but it's said that she um and Moon Knight have this it's so weird. They have like this one in a lifetime thing, like where their 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 minds like mesh with each other or something. And um like they, they're able to like understand it's it's very interesting because Moon Knight's a very complicated character and it's very hard to get what like like understand him. But she like she just gets him, you know, and it's it's something I think would be really cool on screen. Uh, I think they could definitely do something like definitely be like a really good sympathetic villain or um, just antihero or vigilante. That's most likely what it'd be. It would be what would happen, and I think it'd be really interesting. So the last one, and probably, well, never mind. Not probably. I think this is the most important one. Uh, Abukar Salim as Khonshu. So if you don't know who this guy is, um, as you see, he voiced Bayek in Assassin's Creed Origins. Um, who's an assassin in Egypt, and you know, you know the game. It, it is assassin in Egypt and getting revenge and all that. And I remember hearing this guy's voice, and I was like, dude, he'd be badass to hear as Khonshu because he just sounds like he has wisdom and and um, sounds like an Egyptian god. Like he really does. They, like he just like I could definitely hear him saying to Moon Knight, like, enact my will and be my vengeance and be my fist. And I could just hear him saying it'd be it'd just be badass. I, I would love it. And this is definitely a this is why I think this um it'd be really great because I believe in Assassin's Creed Origins he does the motion capture and um he does the motion capture and the voice. Well, obviously, he does the voice work, but I think he does the motion capture as well. But this is one where they don't really need the sh- they because they don't need to show his face because as this is because Contra doesn't have a face. It's like a bird skull thing. I it's so hard to describe. And yeah, he, they could just like CGI. I think definitely just CGI like his face out or something and have this. And he could just have this um, outfit on. And they're the rags with like the gold and things and all that and the artifacts. And this is a character that you really need to do well with. It's such a big character in Moon Knight's list. And uh, it's not, I'm putting him as a rogues because he does so many things that are so sketchy. And you could really consider him a Moon Knight villain and maybe Moon Knight's biggest villain, but he's work, but he's not really a villain. It's, it's so interesting. Because he's he's the one that controls. He is Moon Knight is his avatar, and he talks to Moon Knight, and he's in his head, and so Moon Knight has to still enact his will. But I think there could really be good storylines where Kanchu fully betrays Moon Knight. Um, it'd be really it'd be really cool to see, because that did happen. Like I was saying earlier, he took full control of Moon of Moon Knight, and and shit went crazy. Moon Knight became the Phoenix. Moon Knight had the power of Iron Fist. Moon Knight lifted Thor's hammer, and Kanchu is the one enacting that through him because he's in—he's the Moon God. Kanchu is the Moon God, and he has all this power that he can use to control a Mark. But Mark defies it. That's how—that's how strong Mark's head is, or like mind is. That he could kind of—he has that power to kind of defy some things that 
Contra wants them to do, but he still enacts his will because he does owe them that because Contra is the one who resurrected Mark and made him the Moon Knight and gave him a chance to be an actual and do something that was, um, you know, worth doing and there was good doing in his life because Mark before he became Moon Knight was kind of a shithead man. He, I mean, he was a good bot. He was a boxer and he had this shitty relationship with his dad. I remember he punched his he even fucking like KO'd his dad in the ring when his dad didn't want him to become a boxer because his dad because Moon Knight's dad was a rabbi and he didn't want him to his son to be you know physical violence is obviously not a good thing to do you know is you know when you're you're a rabbi and you're in you know you're the father of a rabbi you don't want your son to do things that are physical violence and um he didn't like it. and he then Moon Knight literally KOs his dad in the ring cuz he's trying to say oh this is wrong you shouldn't do this and I remember his dad actually dies later of cancer and I think his mom was died too when he was young with Mark and then um after he was a boxer he just went to the military like straight out of being a boxer and then I think he got discharged and went to be in the CIA and then CAA didn't work out or he like left the CIA and became a mercenary killing people for money and then became Moon Knight and Kanchu was like hey you're dead and he and then Mark died and Kanchu was like here's this chance here's a chance to do something that's worthwhile and worth doing and that's good for this world you be my vengeance and you'll get rid of people that should not be in this world essentially say okay I'll do that. And it was just amazing. And that's the thing. You need this this voice to sound so good and you need it to be very you need this actor to be good. You need him to be compelling and you need him to sound intelligent and strong and and just very m- not one-dimensional. He needs to be th- this guy needs to be the 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 most the second most important character besides Moon Knight because it's very a, it's a co-acting it's a co-acting gig with this one. It's very co-starring with this one. Um, so yeah, this is the, this is a big one. This is one of the biggest ones, uh, that you can cast probably the second most. So, um, yeah, I, I definitely see him sounding like an Egyptian God and being compelling because his character was very compelling in Assassin's Creed Origins. So I, I think it'd be great. I think it was great. And you don't need to have a physical actor really with this one. Um, motion capture is good and the voice is the most important thing. So Yeah. And I believe that is it, yes. So that is um, it for uh, the Moon Knight Rogues Gallery for now. I might do another part if I see other villains, but so far, um, these are kind of the most important uh, Rogues Gallery characters you should have in the Moon Knight like cinematic world. Uh, the ones that like really wouldn't matter to be in there. The ones that these are the ones that develop Moon Knight. I'd say there's a lot of other ones. I mean, hey, there is there is cactus. There is there is cactus. You know, there's a guy who's literally just a fucking human cactus. And yep, you can do that guy. But yeah, that, exactly. That's what I'm saying. There's there's the, that's that's like yeah. These are the characters that would make sense for movies and the ones that push Moon Knight forward and change him as a person and a character. And these are the ones that I would love to see. And uh, yeah. So that was the Moon Knight Rogues Gallery. Uh, a bit of a shorter one today. But um, I think we may do... I don't know if Travis... And also, it was just me today. No Travis. But uh, 
there might if Travis might be um he might uh still be able to do one tonight though actually because we were actually going to do the fantastic forecasting too but if not um yeah Ital, if not i will just watch i'll just react to those videos then uh but yeah um so yeah that's the moon knight rogues gallery and i will and this is over the lore podcast episode five um so yeah i will see you guys later